Well, hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean, and this is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is Friday the 26th of July 2013, and this is episode 35. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. Well, Comic-Con has been and gone, and uh, I've... I'm grieving. Yes, because we were we were stuck in Australia. Indeed. Uh, I am lucky, though, because uh, through nefarious means, um, I managed to collect my tickets for Comic-Con, which means that I can take part in the, uh, the upcoming um, pre-sale, uh, which they only open up <laughs> to people who actually went to Comic-Con. So I still get to uh, purchase my my tickets for next year uh, before the public release, which is excellent because it means that I'll likely get preview night tickets again. Okay. So which, so do you actually plan on going next year? I'm definitely going to try. Okay. I'm just going to put it at that. That That's about as much as I'm going <laughs> to really commit to because uh, I do love, I do love Comic-Con and this year not being there has just reminded me how much I, I really enjoy being there and just being amongst it. Uh, and it, I am, I am very sad that I, I didn't get to go. Uh, you know, both me and my wife are sad. I mean, you, you know, there, there's the hot, there's the, there's the awful part of it, which is, you know, you eat crappy food like for a, a week essentially uh or you know if you eat at all and you get very little sleep and you're amongst hundreds of thousands of people and have to you know deal with all that sort of uh business and lines and you know uh just kind of the the monotony of it all i guess but at the right. same time there's so much good stuff that goes on at comic-con so much to see uh so much exciting stuff happening and uh you know as as all the announcements came out of comic con uh this year it just made me feel sad that i hadn't like that i wasn't there to experience any of them or even to try to try and experience them you know to line up so that i could get in uh to, to be out to be outside the halls as the announcements were being made you missed that experience yeah yeah i missed that i missed that i missed lining up for hours and hours and hours uh only to find out that I've missed the panel that I lined up. <laughs> it's it, it's it's definitely an experience, and I look, I I do miss it, I do miss it. But that being said, I've kept up with the news, and we have heaps of stuff from Comic Con this year, which uh which we can which which we can share with everybody. Uh, and I'm excited to do that. Very excited. So, without further ado, let's uh let's kick in to it. Kick, kick, oh, kick it good. off. Yeah, good. So, I know this will excite you a little bit, uh, and I mean it's it's kind of cool. It, it, you, I'm sure you know the show MythBusters, right? Of course, of course. Uh, I, I am. I, I am. I do. I do have a degree in, in engineering. After all, it, it it wouldn't be right if I didn't know. Oh, look, it would. I, I'm fairly certain that as a geek, it's pretty much uh, it's, it's pretty much a requirement that you've at least seen an episode of MythBusters, uh, and it's it's just like that's that's it. Like that's part of the geek test, I think. Right. 
you know you know how there's tests for um you know how there's tests for citizenship i know you know because <laughs> you're dealing you, you you've dealt with that sort of stuff before uh there's like tests where they ask you stuff about your new country things yeah. like you know what year was it founded and stuff like that uh I'm fairly certain that asking questions about Mythbusters is part of the test to become, a, like, to be a geek. I guess. Except it's it's not questions like, you know, what year did Mythbusters start? It's it's things like, how many rockets did they did they launch off that car? You know? Yeah. How many times did they do the the uh, the Jado car? And, I think uh, three. Yeah, they did it three times. Yes. Uh, yes. You so were right. <laughs> you pass. You pass because they. Yeah, they did it. They did it. Uh, they've done it a couple of times, and they just did it in this uh, most this season that they're in the middle of. I think. I think they're in the middle of it. That's probably one of the questions, and I might have failed. Oh crap! <laughs> anyway, so back to topic. Uh, Adam Savage, which is who is one of the hosts of MythBusters, as you very well know. Uh, typically, every year when he goes to Comic Con these days, uh, he dresses up uh, so that he can roam the floor. And in fact, it's becoming quite a thing. Everybody's doing it now. Um, this year, uh, this year, Matt Smith went out on the floor dressed as uh, Bart Simpson. Um, yeah, I saw that video. Yeah. Uh, the guy from Breaking Bad, I forget his name. Brian um, Cranston? That's him. He went out on the floor dressed as himself. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> that that sounds weird, but what I mean is that he was wearing a mask of the character that he plays on Breaking Bad uh, on the floor. So he was essentially dressed as himself. Um, and... Uh, and uh, Johnny Galecki went went out as a Star Wars character that I cannot think of the name of. Boosh. Ah, yes, yes. Um, and there's a video that you can actually watch on, you know, behind that, I guess. Uh, he used it to crash his, uh, crash his, the Comic-Con panel for Big Bang Theory. Um, it's it seems to be like a big thing to do now. Like people dress, like these stars are dressing up as, as, uh, as you know, fictional characters being basically cosplaying uh so that they can uh just roam the you know roam the halls without having to stop for you know for pictures and stuff which seems weird because i'm fairly certain that by dressing up in like and cosplaying you're basically you know asking for that to happen especially if it's a good one uh and adam savages is was was really good this year uh he dressed up as uh admiral akbar from Star Wars. Of course, of course. Uh, it's a trap. Yes, that guy. So, uh, and I, it, it seems weird that I would, would, uh, would mention this um, because, yeah, okay, great. You know, this guy dressed up as a Star Wars character. Who, who cares? But uh, he actually, uh, on, on, on Tested, he actually uh, put together a, an article uh about how they created that costume uh, or at least created the prosthetics part of that costume uh, and it was really cool I, I read through it and I thought it was really cool so part of our Comic Con kind of wrap up uh, episode if you will uh, I thought that would, was, was worth a uh, was worth a mention so if you would like to see how that uh, costume was made you can go to uh, you can go to the uh, website which we will put in the show notes and in fact, That's I'm true. going to be I'm going to be awesome, and I'm going to tell you where to go for the show notes right now, so that you can just do it. So the show notes are at jellyandbean.co forward slash 
35. Okay? Forward slash what, Jelly? 35. Because it's the 35th episode. Yay! But I think I think we have to present the the Adam Savage costumes with a bit of a uh, a warning, and that that warning is that you will never ever make a costume as good as he does because oh, what yeah. does he do for a living? He does S- special, special effects. effects. Yeah, yeah. And he was you know before he did MythBusters, he was like a you know a modeler that you know created like little intricate models for for uh, for movies and stuff. Which you well, know, not not just for movies. Would you like to know what company he worked for? Uh I know what company he worked for. He worked yeah, he, for Industrial Light and Magic. Which is, of course, a child... Or Actually, is it still a child company of Lucasfilm, or did it spin off on its own? It's it's off on its own now. But it still does most of the special effects for any Lucasfilm product anyway. Well, it does most of the special effects for Hollywood in general. Yes, exactly. I think is what you mean. Uh, yeah, it's, true. it's basically the premier uh, special effects company in in hollywood like they they do almost uh pretty much all the movies that you see out there have had something done for them by industrial light and magic it's uh they're they're huge um yeah so there's that but there is uh, there is there's actual announcements to come out of comic-con and we should probably uh we should probably talk about those yeah i guess i mean we could just you know spend the whole episode talking about costumes we could spend people, the whole episode talking about costumes. people can't see because this is an audio podcast. Well, I'm going to do something. Uh, that ex- that same website actually has a link to uh, ha- has a has a gallery, uh, which I I walked through. Uh, well, didn't walk through, but I flipped through it. I guess I didn't really flip through it. I kind of I guess I kind of clicked through it. Anyway, point <laughs> is, I uh, I looked through this gallery. There is 800 and something photos uh, of various different uh, cosplays from this year's Comic Con. Uh, a lot of them are really amazing because Comic Con, uh, everybody brings their A game. Uh, so I'm going to throw a bonus link in the show notes, which is going to be that, uh, that gallery, uh, which Whoa. is amazing. There is a lot in there, so I'm going to throw that in. Um, and there's even there's even somebody that I know that you know that that we met at Comic Con, uh, and and that we know uh, that's in there. I mean, me and me and my wife, not not me and you. Yeah, but, I was yeah. like, I don't remember. I don't remember being there, let alone meeting anybody. So I didn't it, think it was me. <laughs> it's exciting either way. So yeah, let's get into the let's get into the uh, the announcements. Okay. Well, I guess the well, we'll talk about our our favorite upcoming movie, and that's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll give I'll give you that. So I I guess. Yeah. Well, our, how about this? Our favorite movie to talk about. We do talk or, about it a lot. Yeah, but the movie we just talk about a lot, but don't necessarily count it as a favorite of anything. Well, let, let's say the movie that we're the most hopeful for, but don't actually know a lot about. Okay, yep, I think that that probably uh, summarizes it pretty well. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So, not not a, not a ton of news that we didn't already know for for that. Um, how, however, there was, I guess, confirmation that everything we had thought up to this point was true in regards to. Uh, the the recent casting, uh, yeah, and like who who was playing who and stuff like that. Exactly. Um, there was also confirmation that uh, Thanos will be in the film, not necessarily right. uh, a huge part, but will be involved somewhat in the film. Which we had thought uh, that he was going to be in the film at, in some in some manner. 
Yes. And, and of course, the most, uh, dramatic news from the Guardians of the Galaxy, I get, well, I guess it'd be the, the Marvel panel is that, uh, Karen Gillian is bald. Yes. She, uh, she shaved her head for the film, which is good. She did, but she, which is the good because is bald. the character is bald. So I think, I think I would prefer for her to actually have gone that extra, extra mile. And uh, then, you know, wearing a bald cap, which they never look good. Or, you know, changing the look of the character so that it's not actually bald anymore. But I, I like the idea of having, you know, having uh, having having her being bald in it. Although, you know, her hair is very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can... Uh, that we doesn't can all... sound creepy at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good. Good. Um. But yeah, so she she kind of uh, from from what uh, if you go on YouTube, you can find pretty much a video of the entire Marvel panel. But I I couldn't watch it just because the it, it was essentially a video of someone recording the television screen. Oh really? I that, I'm yeah. fairly certain I'm fairly certain that uh, Screen Rant has has uh, footage from the like f- footage from various different things that it seems to be. Well- well, I, I've seen like on I, IGN has has some from like uh, like uh, you know, other panels, but nothing from the the Marvel panel. Okay, well, I'll throw um, in. And- I'll, I'll throw a, a link to the uh, the one of the uh, screen rent articles, which has which has footage from from that is well, there you go. somewhat nicer. Yeah, yeah, well, that's um, good because every everywhere I searched, it was just the same. Um, it was the the same YouTube video on like a million different blogs because one person found it and just ballooned. And just from everybody there. shared shared it. Yeah, but um, it was just oh, I, I like I got five minutes into it. I'm like, this is my eyes are hurting from this. <laughs> yeah, um, so one, um, one of the things that the, it has kind of come out of that that particular panel is that uh, is that it's going to be a little bit different uh, to the Marvel movies that we've seen so far. I'm not really sure what that necessarily means. Um, they kind of suggested that it's a little bit more goofy. Hang on, let, the, there is a word that they use which just kind of seems to sum it up. I can't really see it. Well, see, I, I've seen it described as, as strange. Yeah, so it's, it seems to be a little bit more kind of... I mean, it's, it's different. Is really the is really the way to to kind of put it, um, and uh, yeah, like it 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 seems to be a little bit like it seems to be kind of very uh, f- much funnier than most of the most of the previous movies, which is crazy, which is weird because you know um, Iron Man was was f- pretty funny in in certain uh, in certain places, but it seems to be much more kind of comedy than any of them. That had, that right, had come out, which may, which is perfectly suited to uh, to Chris Pratt because you know he is essentially um, that's essentially what he does. He does kind of he's he's a very funny guy, um, and so I will uh, the, I'll I'll throw this I've got I found this article so I'll throw this uh, footage into the show notes for you, and you can uh, you can watch it yourself if you feel the need. And really, you should. And really, you should. Because but but is... don't watch it until you're done listening to us, though. I just yeah, want to like throw that, that out there. I'm fairly certain that goes without saying anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. It, it better. <laughs> so there is more news 
Tell me more news. Oh, there's there's much more news. So uh, let let we'll, we'll jump from uh, Marvel to DC for this next bit of news. Okay. Um, and that is that Zack Snyder, the director of Man of Steel, three hundred, all those kind of movies with that but more look. specifically in in this particular instance, it's more specific that you know he directed Man of Steel. I think is is, is correct important. Uh, yeah. He he announced that. His next movie will be a Batman slash Superman movie, right? Um, uh, which, which of course is one of those things that's been rumored ever since there was a Batman movie and a Superman movie, you know, made at some point together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think this is the first time that they're going to appear on the big screen together. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, who knows? There may there may be those. There may have been like a directive video. Yeah, but that's not a big screen. That's that's a yeah, that's screen. true. Yeah, uh, well, it depends on what what size TV you have. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose if you if you have maybe if you have one of those uh, those the big four K uh, you know private home cinemas that we talked about a few uh, a few weeks back, the IMAX ones. Maybe that's if true. you watch it on that, then it's a big. It's considered big screen. I, I feel like that's more of a medium screen. Most of us don't have those, so, uh, you know, I'm going to go with small screen. Okay. Anyway. I, but, I, I guess but, it's acceptable. But, yeah, so, like, so this is basically going to be a, a Superman movie with Batman in it. Yeah. I think is, um, is kind of the way that it works. Yeah, so so I guess the, the details um, th- that have been announced and known so far is that, uh, obviously, Zack Snyder will direct it. Right. Uh David and he'll also co-write because I, I think he does that with all his movies. Right. Uh, David Goyer will be the other writer, um, and he's done uh, a lot of movies with Christopher Nolan, so like all the Batman movies. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's also he he wrote or co-wrote some some of the uh, Call of Duty games as well, like the good right. ones. Um, okay. Yeah, and then Christopher Nolan will be one of the executive producers. Uh, which doesn't really mean a lot because movies like this always have like a million executive producers, but it means to at least have some input. Yeah, I'm fairly certain that he's going to have some, uh, like, have a little bit of oversight uh, in a very similar way to what he did with with Men of Steel. Um, that being said, none of these people helped make uh, Men of Steel anything close to what uh, what the the Batman trilogy was. Um, yeah. So. I'm very, I'm finding very difficult to care, um, because because let's be honest, this is going to be a movie that is a a, a sequel to uh, Men of Steel, essentially, um, yeah. not not a sequel to uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, if that's what you want to call it, the Nolan yeah, Batman trilogy. Not, not not just not a sequel, but I don't think it really even exists in the same. Yeah. You know, yeah, like it, it, they're 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 separate entities. Yeah. Uh, so for um, all of those people who are hoping that uh, that you're going to get, you were going to get a uh, a, a Batman uh, portrayed by uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this uh, in this is it's very unlikely. In fact, it's very unlikely that he's ever going to reprise the role of uh, that he played uh, in the Nolanverse because it's not likely that we're ever going to see those particular characters again. Yeah. Um. And 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 so uh, Henry is it Henry Cavill? 
Henry Cavill. Cavill. Um, he will be back as Superman. Uh, and I guess the the only other, I guess the only other details we really know about it is that um, uh, Snyder mentioned that it it'll the movie will sort of tell the story of the Dark Knight Returns, which was a comic by Frank Miller, who oddly enough is also the one who wrote the comic Three Hundred that Zack Snyder mm. you know made into a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Uh, Dark Knight Returns is kind of like a, a Batman who's more who, who's like retired and then kind of come back when he's felt it's it's needed and he's supposed to be like fifties, you know, maybe even early sixties, so like a lot older, a, a bit more, um, I, I guess, violent. So less of that. Oh, I'm just going to knock you out, but more of the I'm going to beat you to a pulp and then you know give you to the police. Yep. Uh, and Su- Superman has kind of turn into a I guess you call him like a, a lap dog for the government kind of a you know yes sir you know you know they, they say punch he says how hard that kind of thing yeah right and so they kind of end up having to battle uh so yes yeah, so, so Snyder said it, it won't be that direct story you know it won't, it won't be a direct adaptation but it, it'll be I, I guess sort of like that so you know not, yeah, not, that's, not that's a lot what... of details with that like who knows what it's really you know like how far into that it's yeah. going to tell but it as yeah, long so as that's, at some that's point one of the, the sources. <laughs> it's going to be one of the sources, I think, is is what you're trying to say, like the inspirations yeah. for the for the movie script. Uh, and it has been suggested that it's going to be something like the title is going to be something along the lines of you know Batman versus Superman or something like that, uh, which uh, which would definitely le- lead you to believe that there is going to be a fight between Batman and Superman at some point. There better be. It, it wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't be a superhero team up. Uh, film. If there wasn't a battle at some point, yeah. This is how this is how those movies work. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um. So moving back to Marvel because we can. Yes, uh, and also speaking of another superhero team up. Right. Uh, we there. There is more news on Avengers two. Um. It uh, has been given an actual title now, uh, which is it, which is it, that it's called Avengers: Age of Ultron. Which is every time I every time I hear that, like every time I hear that, uh, I think of I think of Voltron, not not Ultron, Voltron, which is like the old school like Transformers esque type cartoon where they kind of that where they all had like these uh, vehicles that combined into a large robot thing well as as long as you just remember robot yeah then it, you can it, it then you of, can make that connection it definitely it definitely works because uh because uh ultron is a robot in in the marvel in the marvel universe um so he's a he's a in in the comics universe he's built by uh Hank Pym who is Ant-Man. Um and he's a bad dude. Well, Ultron is. Yeah, well, not Ant-Man. Ant-Man's not. Well, Ant-Man, Ant-Man is, is Ant-Man is is part of the Avengers. Or Yeah, but he's not. He is in the comics. Yeah, well, he's not a he's not I wouldn't call him a good guy. He's kind of a jerk, but he's not a bad guy. But so it, so is Tony Stark. Tony Stark's yeah, but, kind of a jerk. <laughs> yeah, but see the thing—the thing that if if you, if you 
the one thing that uh, most comic book fans know about Ant-Man is that pretty much his most famous comic is when he hit his wife. And that is that is what everybody remembers him for. That is kind of jerky. So, yeah, yeah. Hopefully he won't be like that when, when he eventually uh, joins the Marvel Cinematic, Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I, I doubt they'll they'll bring that one in. Given that they were too scared to, to deal with, uh, with the alcohol, alcoholism uh, aspect of Iron Man, I'm fairly certain they're not going to deal with the wife-beating aspect of Ant-Man. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe, maybe that'll... Maybe, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm thinking maybe that's Avengers 3. Is that much more down to earth? You know, Tony Stark's in rehab, Ant Man's in you know counseling and possibly yeah. prison. You know, so uh, <laughs> it's actually it's actually kind of uh, good that we that uh, Tony Stark has been brought up because uh, it has been stated that this is not going to be anything like the comic book uh, the comic book story of Ultron, right? Um, which means that there's not going to be any brainwashed Jarvis character because in the comic books Jarvis wasn't a like a computer AI he was a he was an actual uh butler well actually they could brainwash him by just having Ultron take over him well that's true Since Ultron is a robot it's i i feel like it's pretty unlikely that that's going to be that's going to be a major player um the, it also is the the other kind of difference is that he's not going to be created by ant-man in this particular uh in this right, particular universe the, the ant-man movie is not going to come out until after avengers 2 right and it's very unlikely that they're going to do uh, essentially introduce a character that they're going to uh that they'll do a solo movie of later on uh which is why we're not getting a hawkeye or a black widow movie anytime soon because all the video, all the all the heroes that are getting solo movies are being introduced in their solo movies uh, right it that it's not it's never going I don't I don't think it's going to go the other way it's 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 very unlikely which is sad because I so much want a black widow movie I would I would give anything to watch that um perf hey <laughs> quite uh hawkeye is getting a bigger role in this though um Probably because Coulson isn't going to be in it, <laughs> so you know we so lose it, one character that new... everybody loves, and then we gain another character that everybody loves. Because Does everybody... everybody love Hawkeye. Well, the internet loves Hawkeye. I went on. I every now and then I do. I do like a t-shirt order, uh, and uh, just last night we, my, Mel and I, were kind of looking at uh, We Love Fine, which is one of the online t-shirt joints. Uh, and they do a lot of licensed t-shirts. They do have Avengers ones. Some of them are awesome. A lot of them are Hawkeye. <laughs> so many of them are Hawkeye. So yeah, I'm going to go with yes. The internet loves Hawkeye. And then you've got the whole uh, the Hawkeye initiative or the Hawkeye project or something. Have you heard of that? I haven't. Tell me more. Okay, so the Hawkeye Initiative is what it's called. Um, it's basically a, like a fan thing where every um, where fans take uh, comic like comic images, like covers and stuff like that, of uh, female like female superheroes and replace them and and redraw them, but replacing the female with Hawkeye. <laughs> uh, 
and not changing the poses or anything, doing them in the same pose so that so that Hawkeye is doing the pose, uh, trying to show how ridiculous it is. Uh, the, the the poses that you know comic books uh, put women in are. Um, I'll throw a link to something that you can where you can read more about that if you're interested in it, because I'm nice like that. Uh, there there is quite a few ones that are partic- particularly crazy and funny. Uh, but yeah, the the whole idea is you know uh, feminism and and etc. I, I know that sounds like I'm kind of palming it off and uh, and uh, making it sound. Uh, unimportant but it's uh it, it's it's more that we have other things to talk about and I'm, I'm not really in a position where i should be talking about feminism giving that <laughs> giving that uh but but see I, I would think that you're i would think that your support in wanting to see a black widow movie should should give you some points on that side you know because you just want you just want to do it so that you know women get a uh you know get a movie all about a woman right right look i want i do i just want a uh I want there to be good superhero female movies, and I would 100% love that to be uh, Black Widow because I, I just, I, well, let's be honest, I love Scarlett Johansson. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you know, there is definitely a lack of that. Yeah, so Hawkeye is going to be in this, uh, is going to be in Avengers 2 uh, in a much more substantial role uh, than, 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 uh, than he has been previously, which is excellent because he does need kind of fleshing out a bit more. Uh, which is a really weird thing to say when I have the Hawkeye Initiative website up on on my um on my screen, <laughs> so I'm going to close that for now. Uh, there is not, and, and like I said, there's no uh, Greg, uh, Agent Coulson isn't going to be there in there. Uh, be, and the 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 reason for that is because uh, there's too much going. Apparently, the movie is very full at the moment, you know, plot wise. Uh, and finding out that Coulson is alive is a whole other arc that they would have to deal with, and they don't want to have like that. There's not enough space in the movie to do that, so it's very unlikely that Clark, that uh, Clark Gregg is going to get any screen time in this movie. Well, plus they have the whole uh, what is it, Agents of Shield TV show where they can right, which I'm very much looking discuss that to. and bring him in. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so hopefully we'll, 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 uh, we'll, this will be as good as the, uh, the, uh, first movie was. I'm very, I'm very hopeful for, for Avengers 2. Yep. And so we have one more bit of movie news to talk about from Comic-Con. Um, cool. And that one is the next X-Men movie. Right. This is the one that's called Days of Future Past, right? That's, that's correct. Or as I like to call it, X-Men Second Class. So I I like to think of this movie as the okay let's fix all of the continuity issues that we have from all of the various different X Men movies that we made. Yes, that is probably exactly what it's going to be. Yes, I, I feel um, like that that's all that that's all they're doing. They just decided to make a movie so that so that the fans would stop complaining about all the continuity problems because there's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I don't remember. Did we actually ever discuss the Days of Future Past? I don't think we ever really have. Um, uh, I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll get. I'll give a, a ten-second summary. Um, right. It, it it it's a I guess a mini arc in the X Men comics back back in the days, um, where it's kind of like a dystopian future. Mutants are you know, being like hunted down, exterminated, sent into camps, that kind of thing. 
And right. there's like, you know, you, you meet like a, a, a Wolverine who's kind of graying at the temples because, you know, it's, it's supposed to be, I don't, I don't know, I guess like 30 years in the future. And, you know, you see Storm get killed. You see, I think Cyclops dies, Colossus dies, and a bunch of other people have kind of died before this even starts. So right. it's kind of, it's not, a, it's not a nice place to be. Um, and then people get, I don't actually remember who exactly gets sent back, but someone gets sent back into like another body and they kind of have to stop that future from happening, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, yeah. So like, I guess it's, it's, a, it's, it's probably a story that's been done before in, in, in other media, but it's, it's cool because it's X-Men. So that, you know, it gets bonus points. Um, yeah. Well, I mean the, the, the movie in, in, it's insofar as the, like the movies go, uh, it's essentially a combination of the two, uh, sets of movies that there are, not that, not that, not that first class is really a set, uh, because you have the movies where, you know, you have Patrick Stewart as, uh, as Professor X and you have, uh, well, I mean, Wolverine is the same in, in all of them. Um, That's you have, Wolverine. Uh, you know, well, yeah, I mean, uh, but you have like, you know, Storm being played by Hal Berry, you have Ellen Page playing, uh, Kitty, Kitty Pride, you have, yep. uh, Ian McKellen as, as Magneto, uh, Anna Paquin as, um, as Rogue. Or as I like to call her, as female jelly, because she's got the white <laughs> hair at the front. That's true, uh, but you don't speak with a terribly fake southern accent. That's true. Uh, I also don't like vampires and would never, ever, ever appear in a TV show about them. Uh, I think you, you have, would give her enough money. It would have to be a lot of money. Or or enough Scarlett Johansson. If I could make out with Scarlett Johansson, I would, be, I would appear in it. But <laughs> I would, I would be... I would. It would take me a minute to make a decision. <laughs> uh, then you have the the most recent X Men movie, which is like the 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 prequel, uh, which has got um, which has got uh, James McAvoy. I can't remember. Yeah, James McAvoy as Professor Xavier. Uh, you have Michael Fassbender as Magneto. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique. Uh, Nicholas Holt for, as Beast, Henry Jones, now, Emma Frost. Now, I, I just have to pause you right there. Every every time you hear Nicholas Holt, do you feel the need to go, Nick Holt? <laughs> I really should, but I hadn't actually thought of it until that point because it's spelt differently. <laughs> but it doesn't matter how it's spelt. It's matter how it's pronounced. It matters to me. Uh, anyway, point is, uh, these two... Uh, Sets of characters are basically going to uh, are going to meet in this movie because it's a you know timeline based thing where uh, they they uh, you know try to make everything uh, better <laughs> for the X Men uh, for the X Men movies and hopefully it's you know better for fans but also better for them in the you know in the actual you know storyline I guess because yeah. uh, I don't know I, I guess. All the movies have been kind yeah. of okay. Like I, I don't yeah, think any well, of them have been great or or good. It's just kind of been like, oh, that was that was a movie, you know. I would say that X Men, the original X Men movie, uh, was 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 okay. The second one was eh, okay. The third one was oh, did they did they really do that? Uh the 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 Wolverine movie, which is the next one that came out, uh, uh that was terrible. That was bad. Wolverine Origins or whatever it was called. Uh, that was just like, I I can't believe that I paid money to see this. 
and then and then X Men First Class was actually was the first movie where you go, oh, this is actually not too bad. This is actually like I, I'd I'd watch this again. But then, you, but then you think, but wait, how does this fit with all the other movies? This doesn't make any sense. Exactly, exactly. None of the movies make sense together. Like you can, all you have to do is sit down for five minutes after after having you know seen two of them, and you can go, you, and you'll go, wait. That doesn't make sense. 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 This entire movie is incorrect. This this never would have happened uh, because it doesn't. Yeah, which X-Men is one of the movies, things that is, is huge sad, amounts is, of con- continuity problems. Yeah, which which is really sad when you think about it. Like they have they have so much material to work from, and it's such a popular material that you think they would give it you know, give it the time and respect it needs to, to, to make good movies out of it as opposed to just going, right. let's get as many movies out as possible without caring about the quality. Yeah. Let's be, let's be frank about this though. This is, this is, these X-Men movies are before, like they're, they're really early. Uh, well, I mean the, the original trilogy are really early as far as, uh, as far as superhero, superhero movies go, because, uh, like this is before movies like Iron Man or or um, Batman Begins, both of which I mean, superhero the superhero genre really took off uh, when when Sp- the original Spider Man movie came out, uh, the one with Tobey Maguire, yeah, Tobey Maguire uh, yeah. in it. Uh, that basically started the the revolution of superhero movies, right? And then. It wasn't really until uh until Iron Man and Batman Begins, which came out roughly around the same time, uh, that we actually went, Wow, these are amazing. Up until that like between that point, there'd been several uh various different superhero movies. There'd been a Superman movie, uh there'd been several different Marvel uh universe movies and stuff like that. Um, all of them had been fit pretty average, really. Yeah. Um, you, you mean you weren't a fan of Daredevil? Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> and 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 uh, Electra? Wow. Yeah. Just, just no. Why? Why? Why would you do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> I I had just no. Um. But I mean, the the, the point is the, the point is is that you know these these movies were never like they were never part of the like the real cream of the crop that we you know we've gotten since you know since Iron Man since Batman Begins uh, we've had really really good superhero movies coming out uh, maybe with the exception of Man of Steel which was uh, fairly average um, but you know let's be honest Marvel is the one that's doing the, probably doing the best as far as uh, superhero movies go at the moment. Um, with the exception of the Batman trilogy, yeah, and uh, and like, and so I mean, you you can't, I mean, you can't really blame them for being for not, you know, for not really caring about the source material as much. I mean, they really should have, and they probably would have made a better movie if they had, but nobody else was really doing it. Nobody else was actually paying uh, proper attention to the source material and really kind of trying to, you know. Uh, make a movie that the that everybody you know the fans and the and and the noobs could love, yeah. um, and so you ended up with a movie like a, a movie verse that is essentially uh, broken, disjointed, and uh, and this movie is essentially a a um, a really expensive band aid. Yeah, 
Um, well, I mean, ho- so, hopefully, it, hopefully, it, it, I guess, fixes those issues. And it, it well, you know what? I, I almost don't care if it fixes, it fixes issues. I just want it to be a good movie. Like, I want it yeah, to be look, where, we, if, where we walk out going, that was actually a good movie as opposed to, oh, that, 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 you know, that they, they did some fan service, but it was still terrible, you know? Look, look, let's be honest. If it can be as good, I'm not even expecting it to be better than X-Men First Class. If it can be as good as X-Men First Class, I will, I will be happy. Because, let's be honest. Quality, the quality of X-Men First Class was probably the best. It was probably the best X-Men movie uh, to date. Um, the movie is also in, going to end up having um, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen in it. And so, you know, that immediately ups its awesomeness. <laughs> and also its old manness. This is, that's true. But they are awesome old men. That's true. They are great. <laughs> they are great. Uh, so I'm hoping that uh, that this this is going to be good. I'm not expecting anything uh, crazy out of it. If it's as good as X Men First Class, I'm going to be happy. Uh, and uh, it it comes out relatively soon. I feel. Well, what days of future past? Did, did you happen? Yeah. Oh, I don't actually know when that movie comes out. That's bad. I feel like mm. we should know this thing. We, okay, we um, should have we no. should have looked this up. May of next year is when it comes out. So May of next year. Okay, so it's not. It we've still got a little while, but next year is turning out to be a really good movie year. So let's hope that this uh, that this continues. This awesomeness. Continues. Also, I think just as a side note, um, I think in this movie, like in the movie, it's Wolverine who goes back. Like you say I think that, that was the. Well, I, I thought that you was say like, that, but I, I, I did... I'm, I've just opened the IMDb page and I am seeing, uh, is it Aaron Ashmore? I get confused between Aaron and Sean Ashmore. Uh, of course he's, he's Sean, Sean Ashmore. Uh, he is, he looks like he's wearing 70s clothes to me on, in the picture that's on IMDb. Hmm. And it does, but it does look like there is a, that, uh, you can't really see him, but it does look like uh, Hugh Jackman is standing next to him. So, well, who knows? Well, uh, who okay, knows? How about this? How about this? The IMDb page says the X-Men send Wolverine to the pass. It does say that. <laughs> That's confusing. Yeah. Anyway. Well, who's not to say more people don't go back? It's a movie. It is a movie and uh, anything could happen. So, I mean, that's all we really have from, from Comic-Con. I mean, there's so much more that came out of Comic-Con, uh, but I think that's probably the most notable stuff that uh, for us anyway. Um, I mean, th- there's, there's plenty of stuff online that you can go and, you can go and check out. Uh, a lot of the big uh, news sites were, were, were doing, you know, Comic-Con and, uh, and, pres- and writing articles and stuff about, about the stuff that came out of there. Uh, It'll probably take you several hours uh, to go through the, the to go through the gallery of uh, of all the of the cosplayers from from Comic Con. So we're going to leave it at that, and uh, and you know, and 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 just you know, hopefully, uh, if if there's stuff that you're interested in that you from Comic Con, you know, t- write to us and tell us because uh, you know we we want to hear what you guys are into, and we want to we want you to tell us what we should talk about because. I mean, we talk about stuff that we like, but I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that you like it. Um, I mean, you should, because j- just by the sheer fact well, that we I mean, like it. Yeah, like, let's be honest, we we like pretty good things. 
so so kind of off you know off the the uh the the, the comic con track i guess there is a there is a little thing that i i thought might be cool to talk about um disney uh, have uh like a i don't know what we call it like a um an r&d department and they do all sorts of uh crazy new tech um especially stuff that they can they can utilize like in their theme parks and stuff uh they've had things like um you know uh surfaces like making surfaces into touch like touch sensitive surfaces uh so you could you know make it you know like your phone is touch you know is touch uh multi-touch capable um so they've done things like turn any surface into a, into a, a surface like that which is uh you know you can make a door handle into a into a multi-touch interface uh or you know a pane of glass you know or a mirror or anything like that which is uh, which is crazy cool they do a lot of that sort of stuff uh a new one that they've uh that they've has been kind of making the rounds at the moment is is something called Ariel. And it's not a mermaid. And well, in fact it's not even spelled like the mermaid. It's A I R No, it's E A L. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's spelled differently. Uh but I'm I'm sure they named it that just because it was also Yeah. The, uh, I feel, the name I of feel a, like a Disney mermaid. Uh, right. So they showed this off at um at SIGGRAPH, I think. It's pretty cool. It's uh it's a new haptic technology. And for those of you don't who don't know what haptic is, uh essentially it's uh it's feedback that you get. It's like sort of touch feed like feeling feedback that you get. Uh tactile feedback, I guess. Um so when you like uh when you fit when you if you have a keyboard on like a touch device and the device vibrates when you hit a key, that's so that's called haptic feedback. Um, right. It's usually when when something happens that you can feel as opposed to hear or see uh, on screen. Um, and and so this is a new haptic te- technology that uh, is designed to work with things like uh, like the Xbox Connect, right? Um, so we all know uh, what the Xbox Connect does. It's a bit, essentially a camera that goes on top of your TV and lets you, uh, you know, control games and stuff by, uh, by, by moving your body around. And what this does when it's paired up with that is that it actually, this little uh, device, which is probably about the size of um, maybe a Rubik's Cube. And um, maybe, uh, a, 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 maybe a bit bigger than that, but... Well, well, give or take. Um, so what it is is it's it's basically uh, little like little subwoofers and a like a nozzle that can be can be aimed and it blows air. Um, not dissimilar to like the air ca- cannons that you you can buy from like ThinkGeek and stuff, uh, where you can you know blast you know send a, like a, a a blast of air at somebody and it kind of hits them and they get they they feel like they've just been hit um it's the same sort of thing right so it's it's this kind of tiny little uh little bit of feedback that you can get so um you get this you you went while you're moving like while you're playing your game uh and one of the examples that they have is a guy using a connect uh hitting soccer balls um which are being you know thrown at him and he hits them back and so when he hits them back uh, to kind of simulate the feeling of being hit, like of hitting the ball, um, it blows a little ring of air onto the okay. palm of his hand, and uh, 
and you so so you get that kind of feedback of you oh you've hit something right which is really cool um it's the sort of thing where like this like you know we've we've been playing games where you you kind of are able to you know do stuff with movement and there's a lot of uh gestural interfaces that are coming out now with things like the leap motion stuff um and so this is kind of taking a, a step further by giving you a, a something that you can actually feel um and the idea is that you have multiple uh instances of these which can basically make it feel like there's a you know a solid wall of air or something uh right. as opposed to you know just as opposed to kind of you know just trying to do things by sight alone or by sound alone uh which is really cool very cool well see so, I, th- I think this if we combine this with the Oculus Rift and that uh Aluma Room tech that Microsoft was was talking about you could have a full room covered in this giving you full feedback and 3D all at the same time it it would be you know it would be real virtual reality it it really would be like and and you can get um so there's there's the Oculus Rift which is the which is the goggles type thing, the you know uh virtual reality goggles that you can that you can um that are out there in the world at this point in time uh there's also like a treadmill uh that you can that you can you can get i guess uh it's round and it's like a, it's uh kind of curved in such a way and you wear spe- you wear special shoes in it because it's not actually there's no moving parts on it um you wear special shoes and what they do is they actually hook into these little slots and so it makes you f- you can make it you can walk on them in any direction and uh and it will feel like you like you you can like it's like a treadmill that can kind of kind of go any direction right. okay uh and you 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 stand inside of it and it's like it's got like a ring so that you can't like fall over or anything like that um so you you can combine that with uh with the Oculus Rift and a controller that is you know made to feel like a gun or something like that so that you you know because a lot of games require like that's how you play them with guns um and then combine it with this for when you like when you get hit by bullets and stuff it would be so cool. It would be crazy. Like, it would feel Painful. really weird. It, well, it would. Well, I mean, it, it's just little tiny, like, smoke. Like, it's just little, little rings of air, right? It, it's like when you blow on yourself. Like, you can probably, if you if you blow on yourself, you get the same sort of uh, experience of what this would kind of feel no, like. No, no, no. Um, and then, and then pe- people will hack this so that it will become, you know, full. <laughs> like, you know, they'll, they'll take off the, uh, oh, what is it called? The oh, frick. The, the safeties, that's what they'll do. They'll take they'll up the take safeties, the safeties and, and, off? Then, and then it yeah, can good. actually kill you. <laughs> yeah, right. They'll hack into your system and they, somebody will find you dead dead from being killed by air. And, awesome. and then, like, CSI will come in and he'll look at you and he'll take off his... He'll, and he'll say, you know, it looks like... Uh, oh, something like... He'll say something like, it looks like he got killed by a bad sport. And then, you know, the... <laughs> The, the who will play in the background and then, you know, it doesn't matter because you'll be dead, but he'll eventually solve your murder. Yeah. I I just, I was kind of hoping that I was dead after that joke. That was yeah. terrible. Um, but well, it made, welcome it, it to CSI, make point, Jelly. Is, yeah, it helped make your point, which is, which is, uh, which is good. Yeah, I, I think it's really cool. Like, I, I like where this is going. Um, I'm kind of hoping that, I mean, it's, it's really big. 
I uh, like it's it's a rather large uh, piece, and they're talking about doing things like uh, putting it in tablets and using it for haptic interfaces on tablets, so that you can kind of feel a you know feel an interface rather than just uh, just interacting with it, um, right? You know, touching it and stuff, um, which is cool. But I mean, it's, they're huge, and so at this point in time, installing it into a tablet like an iPad uh, would essentially make it about 15 times as thick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so it's, it's got a long way to go before it gets kind of into that sort of, so, that sort of realm. But I, I, I love the idea of having, uh, having, you know, tablets where you, you can feel the tech and you can feel the stuff that's going on, uh, on the screen as opposed to just, uh, just seeing it and just hearing, hearing it, which is yeah. really cool. Well, I mean, like, I, th- I think one of the points we, we didn't make is that since it is Disney, this is essentially, this is theme park tech. Right, you know, like uh, these, this, these this are the things that you know that you know when you're on the ride, they you know, and something swings out in front of you, this blows the cold air in your face or whatever. So you go, oh, he just hit me, ah, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, this is just part of what, like, what what they do at uh, at Disney Research. They just uh, they they come up with all sorts of technologies that we one day hope will be uh, used in 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 devices that we can uh, that we can we can actually uh, take home with us as opposed to you know use at Disneyland. Uh yeah. so hopefully hopefully at some point, you know, we'll 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 get to, you know, we'll get, you know, haptic technologies built into our connects and our iPads and stuff like that and uh it'll make it'll make uh it'll make games and stuff that much more uh immersive. So with that uh with that I think it's probably about time that we uh we um we finish. I think so as well. Yeah. I think I think we've covered a good a good breadth breadth of topics. Yeah. Yeah. So uh if you guys want to read any of the show notes, um I did tell you where to go. But I will tell you again. Uh if you want to read the show notes, uh you can go to jellyandbean.co forward slash thirty five. Uh and we'll put all of the links uh to various articles that we used. Uh in recording today's uh stuff including the Ad- the uh Adam Savage's costume and the the uh gallery of costumes from Comic-Con uh which are like a lot of them are really amazing and like you, you will uh, uh they're, they're just amazing and they deserve every you know look that they get I guess um be it good or bad <laughs> now, if you would like to uh, get in ton- contact with us and tell us all about what you thought of Comic-Con, what you thought of the news that came out of Comic-Con, what you thought of uh, anything, really, anything, what you thought of your dentist appointment last week, if you want to talk to us about that, we would love to hear about it. Uh, you can write to us by going onto our website, jellyandbean.co forward slash contact, and that is an email, like that's a form that sends us an email, it sends it to both of us. And that way you don't have to deal with email addresses and stuff like that. We're trying to make it easy for you, see? Now, if you would like to uh, get in contact with us individually, you can talk to Brandon on Twitter. Brandon Bean on Twitter. (laughs) Uh, He can be found at brandroidattack, B-R-A-N-D-R-O-I-D-A-T-T-A-C-K. Uh... Or you can talk to me on Twitter as well. I am at Jelly Bean Soup. 
I don't really need to spell that. So that's really it. Uh, if you guys uh, if you guys are enjoying the podcast, why don't you jump onto iTunes and give us a review? Uh, we have a special link for that as well. Jellyandbean.co forward slash iTunes. There's there's a theme to these links. Uh, and uh, otherwise, we will uh, we will be back again next week to talk to you about cool things that we like and hopefully cool things that you like as well. Uh, we will see you then. We look forward to it. Bye.